spoken me. He lurked in the shadows, waiting and hoping she wouldn't take a different room. This was a usual room. He knew that. He knew her. Ghost of Me, the new book by Amanda Steele, can be found at Amazon, Kobo, Waterstones, and many, many other places. Hi, guys, it's Andy N. Thanks today for downloading or streaming yet another episode of Spoken Label. As you may or may not be aware, Spoken Label was started in the beginning of 2006, and currently we have well over 150 sessions recorded and sent. Although you can find it on various networks, the full archive is available for streaming and downloading at Spoken Label full stop, bandcamp.com. It is a free download or free stream in there. But obviously, if you feel like chucking me a few pennies that way, it would be eternally grateful to help me keep this podcast going and keep improving my equipment, etc. Enjoy. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Spoken me. Spoken me. Hi, guys. It's Andy again. Live at the cafe in St. Peter's Square, my favourite pit hole, apart from obviously doing it back at home now. With me today, I've got um, a writer, musician, poet. Is that the best way to describe you? I suppose so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got talking a couple of weeks ago. I know you, your name cropped up on one or two open mic nights in Manchester on the poetry side. Mm-hmm. And I'm always a firm I like to get to know all the writers, new people I don't know. I know I dropped you a Facebook request, didn't I? Yeah. And we got chatting, but then for instance, yeah, get you in for a podcast. I know you, you're like me, you've got your fingers in quite a few pies. Sure, sure, so, yeah. Do you want to introduce yourself to everybody, Roxy? Tell them who you are mm-hmm. and where you come from originally and where all your artistic endeavours, all like that word, oh, endeavours, oh, okay, okay. came from and what's that from there? Okay, so I'm Roxy Walsh. Um, originally a Stockport lass, born and bred. Um, moved out of Stockport when I was kind of mid-teens. Um, thought I'd uh, come into the uh, big city and uh, try and kind of see where I could take myself. Um, found myself, landing myself with a degree, uh, well, starting the degree at, um, in illustration. Um, where, where, from, was that, where was that? Well, it was through, through Liverpool John Moores University. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know John But Moore's. I studied it at Stockport because they did like a better kind of distant learning. But my, de- my degree is from uh, John Moores in Liverpool, which is a brilliant, you know, it's a brilliant university. And uh, yeah, I, I, really also, I also that. did a ballet degree there, so yeah. Never, a, ballet a, a ballet degree? Wow, there. okay. I yeah, didn't no, even a, know they did ballet degrees. It's from the so. friend's ex-wife, so. <laughs> right, okay. That's why, so. Um, but yeah, so that really kind of, it, it helped me kind of realise that some creativity was something that was my drive, really. <clears throat> but in, in particularly in that medium, I, I knew that I was much better with words. And uh, that's, I suppose, why, how I got into kind of writing. A lot. I mean, I started, you know, I'm a singer-songwriter. Yeah. Um, always have been since I was young. Ago, but finally, doing it, doing it semi-professional now. Yeah, so, have you been in? Obviously, we're coming to your band fear, fear lesson in a few minutes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But have you been in many other projects before this? Uh, well, before this, I was. I mean, I've always done kind of solo stuff. I mean, I, I could play the guitar badly, shall we say? Um, <laughs> like me piano, but, yeah. but well enough that I can get by. Um, yeah. But then I, I was in a, a hip hop collective, shall we say, oh, yeah. um, called Jenny Goes Sick, and that was, I mean, it was okay. kind of a, a very, it was a multi-genre kind of setup. 
Well, if you can imagine, we had a, a, a drummer from a metal background. Oh, brilliant. We had a classically trained pianist, who's the guy that I work with now in, in my current project. Um, we had a, a bassist, very technical bassist, who sound engineers for a living, so, you know, knows what he's doing. Two guys, two MCs and me. So I was very much kind of like the backup soul singer. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I sing very soul, kind of bluesy stuff, but a lot of rock influences come through yeah, my yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, cool. So that's kind of what the, this new project I'm in now at the moment is with with Lee from from the uh, from the old band, and it's just we're just a duo at the moment. Um, very jazzy, very kind of sultry sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard bits of snips of your little live videos mm -hmm. online, but it's very. I, I don't like using descriptions, but I, but I thought of Billy Holiday actually straight away. Wow, right? no, that's, that's you, you amazing. Had, you had the riches in your voice, in a way, like I mean, the best sort of those sort of singers, where the, the vocals carry. Yeah, sure. The AQ, and that's why I got it straight away, and I thought, yeah, brilliant. So. I mean, I think, I think from the band perspective, I knew that I wanted to be more central, and I wanted to be more in control of what was going on, really. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, and, and I didn't really have the overriding say on a lot of things. I've always sung my own lyrics, and I've always wrote my own lyrics, but I didn't feel that platform was, uh, it wasn't valid, really, for what I was doing. Yeah, yeah, of course, so you're um, So this is the complete opposite. Oh, and yeah. I'm just massively exposed, and um, too, too much sometimes. Sometimes I, think, yeah. I feel <laughs> so. Uh, it's a, it's still nerve-wracking for me, even even now. But um, it, it's it's a, it's a definitely giving me the kind of uh, the well, I, don't, I don't know the you know it's helped me to to channel myself better yeah to channel what i i the type of performing that i want to do yeah certainly do you find with your songs then is there any reoccurring themes that crop up in them a lot totally i mean so uh, this i mean just to, just to kind of give you an idea my my nan came to my first gig um, in march with oh, this wow. setup and she said it was fantastic but it's also very very depressing <laughs> <laughs> oh god which I could understand, and as my nan of a different generation, she probably can't re relate to a lot of stuff. I, I mean, it's very visceral, my work. Yeah. It's very emotive, it's very dark, very melodic. Um, and I find it very difficult to write um, when I'm happy. <laughs> or write about happy things. I find that I'm, I can channel my creative side much, much more when uh, I've got kind of a bit of anger behind me and, and so but that's maybe because I've you know I've come out of a period of, of de that depression kind of part of my life the big black dog so um, it, it, it's, it's we're transitioning into well I feel like I'm transitioning into a much happier period of my life and so my songs are getting lighter as we go on but uh, it's a process <laughs> yeah I think it will be great when you try a new project like that is you, first of all, your, your approach will change sure. as the band develops yeah. itself. But it's totally the same with my poem, poetry. Yeah. You know, it's it's very dark. It's very visceral. It, it, it's very, um, you know, it, it, it is a reflection, I suppose, of, of going through harder years and struggling with certain things, struggling with mental health, as yeah, a lot of us do. Do you find your approach to your poetry and your songwriting change? It's very different. Um. I will write, and I don't know if it's going to be a song or a poem. Mm. I tend to write, and it, I write as I, as I feel it, and I don't think about necessarily... 
and, and as you know some artists they'll they'll write they'll know exactly who they're writing for or what uh, you know what what setup they're writing for but I write and I write so I can and it just flows and it flows and then I think about how best that would be how best that would, would that would work to an audience so yeah, I will yeah. choose whether I think maybe I should develop that into a song or actually no I'll keep that for myself and I'll keep that for my poetry yeah yeah that's and right. um, you know and it develops and evolves as as kind of um, as my mood changes I think yeah I think it's, so do you find you really, is there a time of the day you write better or do you just write when it comes to you no completely so I was in bed last night about to go to sleep and I started thinking about some thinking about some verses and I had to get back up again to it comes to me some sometimes some very inappropriate times oh, join the club um, join the club I had one today where I got in work today at half seven this morning and uh, I had three lines coming into my head as I started, just when I got the cold top of my desk and I thought I'd get them down and I thought I'll finish this off later on today and I wanted to finish it just so you arrived because <laughs> I've been that frantic that I just had it, they've been chewing around your head it, you it's got to it's got to get out it's got yeah. to get down on paper straight away I, I've got to, I'm not very um, I've got a terrible memory I must say oh, I'm <laughs> shocking I'm shocking I'm terrible memory so I, I have to get it down straight that's away that's why I, I have a thing called a diary without a diary I would be Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've got some, you know, I tend to bring, you know, a little notepad out, but, but my notes section on my phone, you know, when you have a, your little notes bit, oh, is God. literally chocker block. I mean, it's, uh, we're going on for days and days, yeah. and pages and pages and pages, little things here and there. Some of it, so it's not even complete works, just little bits and bats, but it's oh. just getting those words yeah. onto out yeah, there onto a piece some, of paper. Some people do that, but on the go all the time, they're writing the phone. Amanda, my other half, does that. Mm -hmm. She wrote um, a book she just got out, actually. She wrote most of it, travelling to and from her last job every day. Mm -hmm. She like a couple of paragraphs in the book, getting home transfer it straight across into a bigger, bigger document. Mm. I mean, it's, it's the situation you're in as well. I wrote, when, when I went to New Zealand last year, um, I obviously did, it was a 27 hour journey there. Ooh. And um, yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? And I remember I had took a book with me, um, Whatever Makes You Happy. Um, and that was that was great, but then I, I finished it after about three hours. Yeah. So I was thinking what, to, and you know, it, that was a really good time to, you know, yeah. I, you know, I find it hard to sometimes to actually just set a time where, oh, I'm going to be right. I'm going to put those three hours for writing today. Yeah. It doesn't work like that for me. I, I don't. I can't just force myself to start writing. No, no. I have to be. There have to be feeling it, or there has to be something going on that's yeah. that's making me want to no, write. Completely. Who are your favourite writers? Then? Have you got, have you got anybody you really um, you refer to? You write it. Um, you mean who I'm influenced yeah, by? I mean, influenced I mean, by who do you, I mean, who do you like I mean, reading? I don't know. I mean, there's there's all sorts of so. so you come um, across a very free spirit. Yeah, yes, I am very free spirited. Um, I so I, I Amanda Lovelace, which is a writer in America. Um, she. Um, oh, Amanda Lovelace. Yeah. Yeah. We reviewed I, uh, one of her books. We did. So. Her, her writing is was something that gave me confidence to write. Yeah how I write. Yeah, there was a real rawness to Amanda Lovelace. Very raw, but very, very vulnerable and very, very innocent and very, and it's okay. Mm. It is okay to be vulnerable. And vulnerability for me is, is what is key to life. 
And I thought she gave me that confidence to think, you know, I can write this. It doesn't have to be like this. There doesn't have to be these rules that I'm abiding by. Or, you know, kind of that, that, that means that if I don't write that certain way or, you know, it's not going to be recognized as a piece of, piece of art. Um, but I'm very inspired by sort of movements. So the, you know, Dada, which is my oh, favorite yeah. movement in art. The anti-art. I did that at uni, so myself, so. The anti-art. So I liked everything that went with that. Um, I like reading a lot of philosophy as well. I read a lot of Nietzsche. And, and, and I, I don't think I've got any specific favorite writer. I'm even write, reading books. I mean, I love reading books, but um, I wouldn't say I'm a very, I'm an avid reader because I get bored very easily. So I have to, it has to glue me in. Yeah. It has to no, really glue me in. I think the way I'm always looking at it is that I like to read. I'm doing a, I'm doing a reading podcast now. I mm -hmm. have to read two mm -hmm. books a month. Right. But like it's what, certainly if I didn't, it's like in my case, it'd be uh, I'd get about reading much slower. Cause like it's mm -hmm. my case, I'd rather create the world than be told the world. Sure, sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Exactly. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, straight away, I get completely with that. So obviously, like, um, I know you've recently started performing your poetry, haven't you? So yes, yes. I mean, performing it in an actual yeah. Yeah. A, a kind of, it's set up where yeah. it can be recognised as, as performance. I mean, what's, I've done. What's made you want to go down that path now, then? Because I think I think it's I think it's this transition into this more into a stronger sense of self that I've got. I think mm. and, and that confidence that I've acquired over over the last year or so. Um, just that's what's always stopped me in the past. The fear, the fear, being scared. Um, you know, and, and I thought I've got to just go for it. And um, I think it's also just re reflection of people's kind of opinions about when I have performed my stuff and what they've got to say and, and, and kind of that support and that investment from other yeah. people that has given me the uh, the drive to just to get get what I want really. I think it's the right move because if you don't if you're right sometimes it's you don't do you don't get out there but he's ended yes. up in the book and which is good sometimes but sometimes you know yourself and you want more from it I think it's also that thing of you you know life is short it's very short and I and I know that from the last few months of losing a few close friends yeah um, very young and it can really can stop at any moment and um, you have to do what gives you passion yeah you I have to do that definitely because if you don't you're constantly living a lie really and and i didn't want to keep doing that yeah no completely like, you've got to treat every day like as your last of course and you have to why. grab it and you have to just go for it and if it messes up then so be it but at least you try yeah you're saying is life is for living it's a very it's a very cliche kind of you know kind yeah. of statement but it, it's it's really important, I think, no, that you have to you have to go with what drives you. You have to go with what's passionate. And writing and performing in some sort of way is important to me. Yeah, completely. And connecting with people through through that medium. Yeah. Um, where, I, do, where do you see your creativity creativity going next? Go? In, I a, mean, in an ideal world. Okay. I'm not so, for plans. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, musically, I'd love for me to just. I don't want to be a big, you know, multi-platinum artist selling millions of records, but I would like to be big enough that that I have a nice little following, yeah, and yeah, and I'd like to get to a point where I'm really comfortable with, 
um, kind of the sound I'm creating. Um, you know, I, I really enjoy the, the, the process I'm in at the moment, but I would like to get another band member on board and create a bit more of a dynamic trio rather than a uh, dulcet duo, shall we say. Oh yeah, okay. Um, another cliche <laughs> Exactly. But um, writing-wise, I'd like to get published, for sure. I have been... Uh, I have been published in some sort of uh, a few zines here oh, and yeah, there, course, uh, yeah. just little little self-published scenes. But yeah, it's sort of on a bit of a bigger scale. Um, I feel I've got enough kind of works to to create a little kind of an anthology, right? Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah kind of like a little here. memoir of kind of a period of time in my life that um, needs needs kind of. I think it would help people, some of my work. Um, I was really inspired by um, a person called uh, Pinky Shapiro. I think that's I think that's her second name. Pinky, yeah, and she, she basically wrote her book um, of poems all centered around DBT, which is a, a therapy people people do for borderline personality disorder. Yeah, I've heard of it. And, um, but the poem, all the poems are centered around dialectal behavioral therapy. They're all centered around the things you learn in therapy, the process of the skills you learn. And it, for me, that was massive because she's used poetry and her skills that she's learning doing the therapy to connect with other BPD sufferers. And, um, and I'm not saying that I want to tailor my poetry specifically for that, you know, into that, that quite niche market. But I think, I, I think poetry can be very powerful. Yeah, what's um, good about poetry is like the directions you can go with it where, so I think you look back at the classical literature and stuff where, mm -hmm. I mean that was quite restricted in, in some ways. Mm -hmm. And nowadays, like it's when I've got myself three or four different books going on going, and they, I could, I'll tell Mike what they are, it'll surprise you. Mm -hmm. That's why, but it's, you can go all kinds of directions, I think, definitely. Of course, so. of course you can, and, and I'm still, I'm quite excited, I'm quite enjoying, um, I'm quite enjoying the process at the moment. I'm still not. I'm still not quite. I don't know if I've found myself yet. I'm just. I'm <laughs> trying things out. I'm trying different ways of projecting it, and and I'm just enjoying it. Yeah. And I'm enjoying. I think I read somewhere about this. I said as an artist, you don't necessarily know who you are to get into your mid thirties. I've definitely read that somewhere. Uh, I can totally me. understand that. I don't know who I told totally me that. Totally understand one. that. It took me to 37, don't you? I'm 47 yeah. now. Yeah. I took Amanda and my partner till 37, 36, 37 herself. So you need to find it's a case of where everything I've been before is you live in your life. Yeah. That's the prologue before you start really start I, writing about it. I think through kind of experiences um, and that and that kind of wisdom gained, which you can't, you just can't get there until you're in your mid-30s. No, definitely You can't get to a place of kind of uh, awareness um, till, yes. till you get to that I place. I think it's that spiritual awareness you talk about. Much totally. Physical, yeah, yeah, completely. Totally. And, I'm, and, accept I'm an I'm and an the acceptance so as well. And, and acceptance <laughs> as well. Acceptance of what you are and who you are yeah. and where you are. You know, you spend a lot of your twenties striving. I want to be like this, and yeah. I want that, and I want to do. I want to. By the time I'm this, I want to be. And there's this kind of like race to, but yeah. also this kind of like frustration that you're not, yeah. or are you even ever gonna be? I think a lot of in my twenties, well, I was 
trying to get hay there and everywhere without actual plan and I got the plan when I was in my thirties. Yeah. Then I became diabetic so <laughs> the plan's changed again. So. Of course. But it's about yeah. constantly accepting those yeah. changes as Not well. Not completely so with that one so. No, I agree with you so if we need to see what you're gonna do next then basically you have got that sort of person I can everyone little seeding person there would know it. But you you're capable of doing anything I think and it's that's been the industry part to see where you go next to it. <laughs> I appreciate that. It's very. Um, yeah, I'm going to ask you before then. Obviously, you talk about your band stuff, you're singing. Sure. Who, who, who do you like artist-wise then? Well, oh, you asked me a big question there. Yeah, I mean, I suspect you're going to surprise me. You're asking time. a huge question there. I mean, so my favourite all-time band of the Velvet Underground, hands down. Oh, um, play. You know, hey, you? Um, yeah, the first album's astonishing. Just, just if I had to take one album onto a, for, and, yeah, and I could don't, you, exactly, and I could only listen to one album for the rest of my life, it would be The Velvets, without a doubt. Um, I, I just, I love their innocence. I love that they were doing things. They were making music that people wouldn't even uh, touch on in their sixties. You know, they were talking and singing about things that people wouldn't even dare to talk about. Oh, it's marvellous. Um, and the Velvet Under and Nico was such a good album. Oh. Fa- fantastic. Well, fantastic. I actually love their first, his first two solo albums as well. It's a first couple John Cale did, and they're just yeah, yeah. absolutely astonishing um, albums. I went to, so the, uh, Paris, was it 2017? Yes, it was. Mm. 2007, no, 2016, I think. They had a big Velvet Underground exhibition on. Uh, and I went to Paris to see it because it didn't come over to England. Mm. I spent nine hours there, Andy. Wow. Nine hours because it was such an intricate exhibition of every single little piece, how it all started, how even Lou Reed's early band stuff, he was in a band called, I think, the Dunes or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he was. And Deville Underground wasn't his first band, I do not Oh, no, 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 not at all. He had two free bands and youth, youth bands and other Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, it was. I, I love just, and but I wanted to get every single, and I. It was dark by the time I come out. I remember thinking, how long have I been in there for? Um, but yeah, Velvets. But then, I'm into loads of stuff. I spent a lot of time going to raves when I was younger. Oh, into drum and bass, oh, massively. Oh, I still listen to drum and bass. I love my techno. <laughs> I'm massive. I'm massive in techno dub at the moment. Techno dub. Yeah, I love my dub. Oh, um, dub well. I love dub. I love going to. Uh, I love going to kind of like yeah, these free events that that. Uh, well, yeah, a lot of dub. A lot of. Uh, I'm into rock. Anything from rock right down to soul. I love my hip hop. Um, uh, but then I think monumentally this year has been massive for music. Um, I've got into some really good things. Um, I mean, so, so I've been the idols. I think of fantastic. Oh yeah, I know people. I know people work like them. They yeah. blew my mind when I went to see them live. Absolutely blew my mind. Um, I'm really into a band called Think, um, which I've got you know got into recently, and they make absolutely beautiful music. I've not heard of them so far. So I mean, originally Think is Finn Green only. He, he, he originally was a, a DJ. I think a techno DJ um, in the 90s, and then he's kind of. Uh, He's got he's got in with these other uh, couple of brilliant musicians, Form Think, and they've been going for years now. They've got uh, at least you know probably about ten albums out. They just released a new album. They're performing in Manchester in the um, middle of next month um, at Gorilla, which I'm going to. But they are oh, astounding, absolutely. absolutely. Um, I'm into anything that sounds good and worth listening to. Oh yeah, no, you. I'm not. Um, I am a music snob in that I 
get annoyed when people don't like, don't know certain music. I get frustrated people don't know good music. But I, I grew up myself when similar feel like I may not know everything, but I'm very very open minded. Exactly. Like um, my dad bought me up the Scottish bagpipe music, country western music. <laughs> still Fantastic. Some, I've still got some Scottish bagpipe music. In, but I will I will dip my toes into different genres. Yeah. Um, you know, it, like I said, if I think it sounds good, mm. I'll listen to it, and I'm not I don't care what anybody else thinks. I'm not, um, you know, I love, I was a mosher, I grew up a mosher, I, oh, I love my metal the club, music, the club. love metal, um, you know, um, seeing Slipknot next year, I, I, I literally, the, it's a scope, I'm, and, I, and I, if I don't know a lot about much, I know a lot about music, I'm, I'm, and I think that I'm, yeah, I, I know that that's something that I do, I am quite in tune with if I don't know much about anything else. Best way to be, right. <laughs> so, right, Roxy, to conclude then, because I'm looking at the time of recording, and if people want to find out more about you, where are they best going? Um, so, just, I mean, obviously my Facebook, but that's just like a personal thing, yeah. just Roxy Welsh on Facebook. Fearless Music Manchester is my Instagram. Um, I've also, I mean, I'm also, there's a poetry group, but it's actually a closed group, but we, I put a lot of my poems up on there as well. Um, which is just called a poetry group um, <laughs> and that's it it's a group on Facebook and it's for anybody that you know writes and wants to wants to kind of want to join that group don't totally and, yeah. and lots of different styles of writing lots of different styles of poets hasn't Fearless got a poetry group hasn't Fearless got his own group on Facebook yes to... yes just and it's just Fearless yeah, just Fearless on its own yeah. Like to, I yep yeah which, but if you go on my name, Roxy Walsh, they'll, they'll, you you can link it from there as well. Whichever uh, kind of uh, way you want to go about it. I'll get these all yeah. logged in. That's fine. Well, thank you again. Now, I think you're going to do some poems for us, aren't you? Um, yes, I, 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 I don't, I'm trying to be thinking today about which ones to pick. And uh, I, I think I'll just do, you know, as many as I can until cool. the time cool. finishes. Well, what we'll then do okay. is, we'll or you we'll give me a signal and I'll say, stop. Say. <laughs> well, what we'll then do is, we'll pause recording now, because that way then I'll put them in two parts. So that okay. way, if people want to hear your pieces, they can go and listen separate afterwards. Okay, that's, yeah, great. And we'll take a quick break. So hang around, everybody. We'll be right back to you. Hi guys, Hi. yeah, still there with Roxy now. We've got a bit of a clarification for Roxy read a few poems out for us because <laughs> she got something mixed up in the first half as well. I wouldn't have known, so. Well, I, I thought, yeah, I better clarify it. So that the, the writer that I was talking about with who does the uh, the DBT poetry, um, she's actually called Pinky Tuscadero. Um, and uh, the, I mean, the book in particular that inspired me is called From Poetry to Wise Mind. Um, and it's a little, uh, a little kind of uh, catalogue, really, of um, yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask you before. How did you, DBT how did, poems. How did you find this writer then? Oh, I found her completely explosive. You know, she was, she, she delves into everything that all the things that people feel and. Uh, suffer, I think, through that journey of recovery. Oh, yeah. So uh, did, so you, did you find this during your own therapy, then, did you? This book by chance? Yes, I did, but I that was from me going into it. Well, basically, you know, in when 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 I did my DBT therapy, um, you're very very much. It's DBT is about very much the group and helping mm. each other and inspiring each other and. With me being a poet, I wanted to bring some some poems to 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 the group really, and um, and I thought, oh, I wonder, you know, I wonder how DBT and poetry goes together. 
and yeah. so I just had a little search and this woman I'd, she'd already done it she'd already done it she'd it already put a, a book together combining book, the two therapy and poetry and it's it's brilliant it's brilliant I will look forward to it I'm going to check that one out and I'll let everybody know if you podcast please do and it's now, not a big book so you know it, it, you know it's and it's nice to just pick up and read every so often yeah. when oh. you're ready Cool now. Yeah. Obviously, what are we going to do now? Because you're going to read out, obviously, a couple of your poems for us, sure. aren't you? So, okay. Sure. Um, uh, let me see which one there. Um, All I ask, Roxy, is when you do these toward now for a city, tell us what the poem's called. Yeah. And anything you want to say about the piece in addition. Okay, okay. Um, okay. So I know you're up in the time limit today as well, so I'm not no, sure. No, don't worry. Don't, I'm not don't sure what your poems are. Absolutely, so. please don't worry. Um, so um, the first one I'm going to do is called. Da, 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 da. Sorry, I am just. <laughs> I just want. I just want to make sure. That's fine. Um, I always, yeah. always like it when you could be like see you yourself. <laughs> now. Maybe you'd, you'd find it all on your phone. Well, I tend to do I've literally got I've literally I, got I, I I've so many many notes it's much easier that way and it was sure. what I'm doing now the little hardback books and I'll make Roxy squirm now when she sees how many of my fucking pill books <laughs> <laughs> 55 right oh my goodness oh I'm, my always, goodness. I'm always scribbling <laughs> I, I'd, I'd, I'd be carrying about 15 books with me at any one time um, right so this first one's called Looking Glass and it's basically about um being that anxious you don't want to go outside really and so you're looking through the window you're looking through the window into the world and hoping to still connect yeah that's right yeah completely so um i'll start off with this one recycling conversations that somehow always turn morbid You've forgotten my name at least three times, it's sordid. And as the sunshine warms my grey, sallow skin, a quick pick-me-up, and I'm ready to begin. Fast, fast, faster still, words confuse and spill out my mouth in jumbled mess, my mind I need to harness. I flirt with the outside world as I gaze through my slightly ajar window. To and fro, to and fro. I catch sad faces with my eyes as they look up from below. I can't go outside. Well, not just yet. There's a list of paranoias I need to try and forget, or at least just ignore, and this is a harsh chore. And as I see you mutter under your selfish stutter, into a cup to I must fear that you are conspiring about me. Emotional regulation, a pleasant asphyxiation. Don't look at me, and I won't look at you. Can I hear something far away? Or is it the faint voice from inside my head? Scratching this dread, I will make myself bleed if I'm not careful. Fearful, fear is full, pull me into all direction. The lesson is in the question. And I have all the answers, even if I know they aren't right. Check the facts, check the fucking facts and the whimsical wisdom I lack takes treacherous track into my uncertain realm, my playground of hell, and I like it here sometimes. Detach, disconnect, dialectical discontent, paradoxical permanent, let me hang in merriment, laughing soul splatter through the glass. And I sit jealous on my sill, window of contact to the outside thrill. I'm better off here inside my mountainous molehill. The dirt gets everywhere, believe me. I've been scrubbing for days, weeks, even years. The tears, the blood, the peers in the hood, the gears have gotten stuck, the life that I mistook. 
feeling loved keeping me alive. Knowing someone else gains every time I thrive. Knowing someone else wants even though I cry. Consistent commitment. Making time to share air. Anxious, weird, but always there. No one could ever know my appreciation of delicate moments. A hand on my cheek, a hand on my head, a hand round my back from a hand that has bled. I touch for sensory communication, I hug for a while in such admiration, this station, a nice stopgap on my track. But surrounded by my safe walls, that is not my place. Disassociate, deface, deconstruct this place, decompose each never-ending day, hide and stay away. Brilliant. Really, yeah, got that. I love that. The great rhythm on that one straight away. <laughs> that was, yeah, that's that's um, was it, quite a lot of hard piece to write that because you can it see means it, a lot to me that because yeah, I can feel it's, it away, whilst it is quite visceral, it, it's very um, it flowed out of me so effortlessly. Yeah, I think when I wrote it, obviously, I wrote it when I was kind of hermit, her, being a hermit, and um. And my mental health wasn't great, but, but it, it flowed so easily and so quickly. It was m very much, you know, a, a speedy poem that I wrote. Yeah, very it, it, you know, it was, there's a rhythm behind that story. There was no too. kind of like, keep coming back to it, adding more, adding more. It just all came at once. Sometimes some pieces are best like that. They just almost write themselves almost subconsciously. So yes, yes. Brilliant. Um, Should we move on? Yeah. Come straight to number two for you, Tim. Okay. So, um... This next one, uh, this next one's after a kind of uh, difficult breakup, really. Breakups rarely are good. Towards the end of it, um, so it's called Almost Over. I became a new me because of you. Then you shattered me into tiny fragments, tricks slipped and slit, quartered and dripped leaking out of myself like air from a balloon. I needed to let go sooner. I knew this and I held on more tightly than ever. Till my fingers were dead, I thought I was holding on to you, but I was holding on to nothing, obsessed with being nothing, than a final thought to powder the nose of your ego. Your lips would melt my anxious mind and I would dance in your trance, staggering but following you. You led me to a box to hide me from myself. Who am I anymore? I'm insecure, you're insincere, skin grows thick through bitter tears. You are the best and worst a person could be. And when I look at you, I wish it was forever. You're an exquisite piece of art created by a tainted mind. And I accept the fact and the judgments I lack that you were not made to be understood. Confuse and manipulate the mind while I shook the hands of your mellifluous offers. This is self-harm of another level. Yeah, I agree with that straight away. It's like it's definitely a different level. Like, oh, excellent! And you mm. can see that. Well, that one. I think you read that one out. Cause the ending. It's a much shorter piece, but it yes, kind of the yeah, yeah. You don't need to carry on beyond that, no. No, I mean, it, it, yeah, I mean, so, I, I like long poems. I like the rhythm and getting more into it and getting further. But yeah. sometimes it's just um, right to, to yeah. finish. Somebody saying sometimes they say. Why write a poem in 39 when you can do it in 10? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, uh, you know, less words, uh, but, deep, but harder hitting yeah. well, is I'm, just I'm the way the, it I'm bringing the book out next year, so I'll publish. That's actually each poem is no more than 10 lines. 
Right, okay. And okay. I, I don't know how the hell I'm going to perform it. <laughs> I think that I find that very challenging, to be honest. I don't, it's challenging to write it, but I don't, it's unreadable. You can't. You, you need a poem, you've got to be 10, 20, 20 lines upwards to read out one sure. people. Sure. 10 lines below. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway, over to you, my dear. Yeah. Number three. Number Should we three. Should for four then? Talk? Four? That, but that would be great, yeah. I'll tell you what then, I'll do another one first because I'll end on a, I'll end on a lighter note. Wow. So I'll I'll uh, I'll go with another, um, yeah, another kind of uh, darker one, I suppose. Um, this is called Narcissist, oh and I don't think it really needs any more uh, explanation. Let me be your medication. I want to save you. Behave though, or this will end badly. In bed, I turned to see your face, replaced with emotions I thought were traced. Put your hands on me. Don't ever feel unwanted in our place. I missed you last night. It felt different, you were not here. Your presence gives me purpose. It takes away my fear. I'll give you my control to wrap you up in heightened fantasy. Unlock your inner weakness and prey on your vulnerability. Shower you with unrealistic compliments. You're too sad to believe it true. I'll take your guard away and batter your ego while I shatter your new you. I don't want to hear a sound or it will all be over. I want to be worshipped while you service. My gain is my worth. Your pain is my girth. You're sane but I'm worse and this stain is your rebirth. I'll put my spell on your heart and I'll turn up your desires and I'll whisper sweet nothings while no empathy transpires. I'll make you feel like you're floating and I'll hold your face with such care. I'll pretend that I'm interested, but I'm not really there. I'm a dreamer, a believer. I'll always get what I want. I'm a charmer, a deceiver, and I'm still having my fun. And if you're hurting while I'm flirting and you're needy while I'm seedy, I'll finish this magic and be flying because you're just tragic as you're trying. Oh, excellent. I love the bit where the, the contrast that I am and you are like that you're building the contrast sure, onto the sure. two, two people I mean it was from the from the obviously the perspective of the narcissist yeah. but um, a friend of mine just, it's yeah. not me by the way guys yeah. <laughs> he does he say to I will say here as well, I don't name names a friend of mine has just come out of a relationship with a narcissist mm. and she put him for the rinser <laughs> I it's, mean, and it's trick. Oh, she's terrible to many. That's a story of another day. Isn't sure, it? sure. Anyhow, right to conclude. To conclude, conclude. This one. Um, I like that we conclude. Mm, <laughs> mm, yes, it's called neglected favourite, and this is a poem that's a lot different to the, my other stuff. I, I, I chose to. A lot of my stuff is about how to convey that. A lot of my stuff, I'm trying. I want to convey the emotion that I'm feeling. So it's more about the the topic, really. This is a lot more about playing with words. You know, a bit of wordplay, a bit of alliteration, a bit of a bit of yeah. Which is not something. Obviously, as as poets, that that's what you do. You like to wordplay is very important, but it's not normally the way I choose to write. So I thought I'd, I'd tackle a different approach. And it's good and, um, to, be done to try something different anyway. Of course, so, of course. Yeah. And, and, and just, just have more fun with it, really. And take, take that heaviness out of it. Go for it. Let's hear it then. So yeah, neglected favourite. Sensuous silence sleeps slowly with perforated pockets of ambiguous sound. 
crackle and become tainted softly, the cold air curves clement and round. Ears spelt, stand and anticipate. Chemistry catalyst churns to vibrate. Soporific shades thrash and berate. An aesthetic utopia please alleviate. My memory is a favoured friend and it welcomes me down a paternal promised path. A rush of lust penetrates my soothed stale soul. My hair's rigid to attention, skin so cold. I leak a tear, cry dry, cry dry. I shriek in fear, fly high, fly high. Fly highest when this noise does coil through my veins, my blood to boil. Into my heart for nostalgic treasure, I reap my reward, rewind for pleasure. Love that last line. And that's about listening to a song that I've neglected. Yeah. And it being so long, so, and as it's as I'm listening to it. Do you want to, 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 you want to reveal the song then? Um, the song was uh, the knife. Actually, I put that whole album on, and um, in particular, uh, I mean, just the whole Deep Cuts album for me is. It's not obviously my, it's not my favourite album, but it's an album that create that brings a lot of memory to me, and it's a, it's the album that I took with me when I first went travelling. So it was. It reminds me of a very specific time of my life, a very um, a time when I felt independent and, and a time that I felt strong. Yeah. And so when I listened to it, I remember all these emotions and feelings com coming into play. And I thought I need to write about this present kind yeah. of Got experience. Really. Got it then, straight away. That. No, brilliant. So, yeah. I think in the, in the rewind bit, it makes people like people go back to the beginning of this podcast or poems. Yeah. So that's a great rewind for pleasure. Because yeah, uh, if you want to keep yeah, just just and and it's the fact that you can you can almost have a little bit of happiness and it's there. It's all perfectly. Well, thank you again, Roxy, for today. It's been fantastic. I've really enjoyed doing this. Thank you, Andy. And people wouldn't know it's behind the scenes, but Roxy wanted to be done today for half past five to go to band rehearsals. It's now, Roxy. You don't tell everybody what time it is. It's 17.29. 5.29. One minute yeah. to breathe, I think, <laughs> before I go. Well, thank you again, Roxy. I'll speak to you soon. I really appreciate it. Thank okay, you. guys. See you soon. Spoken Label. Thanks again for listening to another session of Spoken Label. Our full archive can be found over on Bandcamp at Spoken Label, that's one word, Spoken Label, full stop, Bandcamp.com. And there is over 150 sessions there. So I'm sure that if you've enjoyed this session, there'll be something else there you can enjoy as well. Take care. Bye-bye.